Earth podcast with your host, Jake Weaver, engineered by Cedric Swan. Hey, everybody, we are back with another episode of Midnight on Earth. I'm your host, Jake Weaver, and we're here to bring you more knowledge, more light, and more love. We have an incredible guest today. I say it every time. Our guests are incredible, absolutely incredible. We have another one. Her name is Christine Day, and we're going to talk about the Pleiadians. You know, I love talking about this, and she is one of the leaders in that field. So we're going to talk to her in just a second. But I need you to do something for me first. Go to waveblock.com. That is waveblock.com. And there you will find EMF shielding stickers for your Apple iPhones and your Apple AirPods. Studies show, and it is well known, that radioactive frequencies that are coming from these devices damage the human bodies. They destabilize the covalent bonds and DNA. The Bluetooth headphones are right by the lymph nodes, just pumping that radiation in. It's terrible. In this age of infinite electromagnetic devices just emanating these frequencies, some of which are very dangerous, we have to do everything that we can to protect ourselves. Apple iPhone users, Apple AirPod users, go to waveblock.com and check out what they have developed. They push the radioactive frequencies away from your body. They do not disrupt the functionality of these products. They still work just fine. It's just the dangerous frequencies are being pushed away from you. There are five-star reviews. There are product videos showing the functionality of these products. There are also lab reports on the website fully detailing what they've learned testing these products in laboratories. I see pregnant women with the cell phones on their waistbands. I see women with the cell phones in their bras. I see men with the cell phones in their pockets. I see the AirPods right by people's brains and lymph nodes. I see teenagers whose skulls are actually thinner. They're more susceptible to this type of radiation being on these phones for hours on end. We have to do what we can to protect ourselves. So please, if you have these Apple products and you want to be safe, go to waveblock.com and we have a 20% off discount code. You'll find this nowhere else on the internet or anywhere. It's exclusive to this podcast. It is the word midnight, M-I-D-N-I-G-H-T. You put that in the box at checkout. You receive 20% off your entire order. And if you're an Android user or you have a different phone, they have gift cards. You can get these for people in your life that you want to protect. This is something I have researched a lot in my life. Trying to be as safe as possible with these devices. Go look up what an SAR rating is. And just let that sit in your mind for a while. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm just going to let you go look and see for yourself and then wonder why it's okay for our body to absorb radiation constantly like this. 
So check out waveblock.com. Put in the discount code MIDNIGHT for 20% off your order. And again, waveblock.com. That is waveblock.com. And after that, or in any order really, go to bluecobracbd.com. And there you will find the highest quality CBD oil ever made on earth. Why is that? I say it every time. It is a proprietary product. No one else has it. This product was developed by a man named Howard Hitt. He called it the Hitt extraction method. He also goes by Big H. And he developed a means of extraction, extracting the CBD from the hemp that no other company has. It's 100% natural, no chemicals, no solvents, no gases were used to extract the CBD from the hemp, which is 100% organic and 100% Oregon grown. Actually, everything about Howard's product at bluecobracbd.com is organic and there's a money back guarantee. You purchase the product, you don't like it for some reason, you get your money back. If you had to pay shipping, you get your shipping money back and you get to keep the product. You just get all your money back. You get to keep the product, but you might not have had to pay for shipping. Why? Because there is a midnight on earth, blue Cobra CBD discount code gets you free shipping on any order in the continental 48. And that discount code is big B I G H big H just like Howard hit big H. It's his funny nickname. He's 76 years old was not a cannabis-oriented person until he developed this product and he feels that I'm reporting on, I can't make this claim, but he feels that it cured his cancer. He feels that four other people in his life have had their cancer cured by his product. So I can't say that. I can only report on what Howard is saying. I can't make those claims as Jake Weaver Midnight on Earth podcast host. But I can't tell you what Howard is saying. I can tell you what anybody's saying. Doesn't mean I'm saying it. But what Howard is telling me is that he had a friend that had stage four cancer. He feels like it also cured his diabetes. That's what he's saying. And if you want to ask him directly, his emails on his website, Blue Cobra CVD, his phone number is even on there. Call the guy. Talk to him directly if you have any questions. He has different products, King Cobra, Extra Strength, Little King Cobra, Regular Strength, and Wild Thing CBD for pets. Pets, and the pets are loving it because it's so organic, and there's no dangerous chemicals in it. The pets, it's pet safe. It's human safe. You can put it on your body, in your body. I take it every day in my morning shake, and like I say, like I always say, it helps me be my best self. It just, it's plant medicine. It just makes me feel amazing on every level, on a cellular level. So everyone check out bluecobracbd.com. Go there, put in the discount code big H if you're in the continental 48 United States and get some of this and watch the magic happen. This is unlike any other CBD product out there on earth. You can only get it one place, bluecobracbd.com. And when you're done with that, one last thing, 
Follow me on Instagram at midnight underscore on underscore earth. That is the address. You go there. You can follow us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places, wherever you go to get your podcast, just click the button that connects us. So when powerful people like Christine come on and they have this message to share with you, you know about it instantly. And most importantly, please tell a friend, tell someone that you know that loves these type of podcasts that would like to just learn more. That's what we're here to do. Look at our guests. We're here to give you more knowledge to help you grow. You also have friends that want to grow as well. Tell that person, tell those people midnightonearth.com. All right. So the social media shout out is out of the way. We're going to talk to Christine, but I'm going to read her bio that we have just a short bio. Christine day is a leading spiritual teacher, healer, author, and messenger. Christine has channeled information from extraterrestrials known as Pleiadians for over 20 years. She does this because the Pleiadians are seeking to assist and awaken humanity. And she has a role following a traumatic childhood in her native Australia. Christine was diagnosed with advanced systemic lupus at the age of 31 and given a short time to live. Shortly afterward, she experienced a profound spiritual awakening with the Pleiadians, the energy of which moved her to a place of complete self-healing. We're definitely going to talk about that. Since then, Christine has been presenting Pleiadian events, seminars, and transmissions of light throughout the United States and internationally, and she's here with us today. Hello, Christine. Thank you for coming on the show. I deeply appreciate it. Hi, Jake. It's great to be with you all. The Pleiadians. This is such a massive topic because there are extraterrestrials. So many people say, so many people have experienced that have dedicated their existence to helping us evolve. Who are the Pleiadians? Well, I think that's a really good question because a lot of people don't understand um, anything about the Pleiadians. And the first thing I would say is they are not in spirit form. They have bodies and they're living incarnations out right now so that they're not in spirit form. And people have that idea, maybe they're like angels or light beings, but that is not true. And they come from the Pleiades, which is the known as the Seven Sisters. They come from an elevated consciousness of unconditional love. So they, their whole evolution of their planet and their, their, their um, energy is, you know, uh, ahead of us. They work through telepathic communion. They hold that unconditional love. They work directly with the God consciousness state. They're also part of a universal team of galactic groups that are here to support us here on planet Earth to bring to us understanding, clarity, awakening, and for us to understand more completely really about our humanity and the, and the important role that plays, as well as self-empowerment for us to move into the full component of ourselves. We have our humanity, but we also have our higher selves. And so their role is to bring the light initiations to awaken each individual to realign to that higher part of ourselves. 
So these Pleiadians, you're saying they're humanoid, but not human because we're earth based beings, but they have similar features to us physically, you would say. Physically, they're much taller, maybe seven to eight feet tall. They have a vibrating mass because they are from the fifth, sixth, seventh dimensional consciousness of awakening. So they're vibrating at a much higher rate than we are. We're actually not solid either, but we see each other as very solid. Right. But the Pleiadian form, they've got a vibrating mass. They have the features, the humanoid features and the bodies, but it's a vibrating mass because of the rate of their actual individual vibration of their cells of light that exist to make up their forms. So would we be able to see one if a Pleiadian was in front of us or are they vibrating faster than our visual awareness can perceive? You absolutely see them if they um, choose to allow you to see them. So would they lower their vibration, you would say? No, but they would, they, they can hide themselves behind veils within alternate reality spaces that exists in a simultaneous space to where we are. Um, and the reason for this is that they say human beings carry a tremendous amount of fear naturally, <laughs> and they don't want to promote any more fear to any human being. So many of my students have seen them. I'm not the only one that sees them. Um, and of course, I have my Pleiadian family of light and I have my own Pleiadian aspect that's fully integrated through this physical form. So I have a very strong Pleiadian aspect. So the Pleiades, it's a cluster. It's a star cluster, like you said, the seven sisters. But the Pleiadian cluster itself consists of over 800 stars. So how many different races are coming from that area or have they all coalesced the 800 stars, that whole cluster, have they coalesced into one people? Understanding they all work through telepathic communion, which is an expanded essence of love of the God consciousness state. So there's no separation between them. Uh, and even the different, um, what you would call, what we would call races within the Pleiades are all set in one consciousness state. Ah, uh, so okay. You know, it's a, it's a, it's very different orientation of being. Um, and of course the rest of the universe is very much in that state as well. Planet earth is the last holdout in our resident universe to still be in a third dimensional illusion and, and living that way. So you feel like we're the last holdout throughout the universe. All the other uh, beings are more advanced and we're on the lowest end of the spectrum. And they were, yes, that's, you could say that, but they don't see us that way. They actually see us as a, they include us very much in, in the energy of the resident universe. But the reason we have all these galactic communities trying to support Earth right now is the whole resident universe cannot upgrade until planet Earth makes its transition from a third dimensional planet into a fourth, fifth dimensional planet. We're in the middle of that transition now, actually. So, you know, people say, well, what is in it for the Pleiadians? Well, that is what's in it. It's part of their mission in this lifetime to support humanity and to support planet Earth in this transition alongside many other galactic communities. So have they helped other races evolve in the past, past where we are now, 
but now you're saying uh, this is the final work to be done. Have they helped others or are they really just focused on humanity? All the other areas in the re- in our resident universe have already upgraded their consciousness. Oh, wow. So now as a collective group, each, each um, what I would call galactic um, life force group is working in some way with Earth to transition the Earth plane so that this resonant universe that we're in, as Earth shifts its energy, then the whole universe, we go into an upgrade, what they call the God seed of power. It, we are elevated into a higher, a, a more expanded dimensional hierarchy of God light as a collective group. You know, our neighbors out in that universe, uh, we are supposed to be interacting with them as neighbors, and we will be as we develop our telepathic communion abilities, because the whole universe works through telepathic communion in that space of light, of, of, of love. And so we are going to be elevated to meet that and to be able to realign to our telepathic communion abilities in the next years. It does seem like people in various sectors of new age thinking, spiritual thinking, metaphysical thinking, they seem to all be converging on this concept that we're at this point of human development where we are going to upgrade into a new form of existence. And the Pleiadians say we're actually ahead of time. You would look at the drama in the world right now and go, oh, my goodness, (laughs) how is this possible that we could be ahead? But that's just an illusion, and that can stop at any moment, and the veils can lift, and that whole drama that's illusion, um, the pandemic, now the war and the Russian invasion, I mean, so much going on, but that is just the play out of the human drama, which can stop at any moment actually. And this is our journey, you would say. This is our story. All the good, all the bad. It's all meant to be because in the end, it will all make sense. And we'll understand that each component of it was sacred and essential to our growth. It was a gift for us all to be here right now. We all were privileged to come onto this earth plane. Of course, we've forgotten that we said yes to it. And it was a <laughs> Because we get caught up in all the human drama. Right. But Canadians, you know, they, they honor and love our humanity. And if they've done nothing, they've taught me about the beauty of my own humanity, the beauty of my own perfectly imperfect human being that I am. And, you know, they say the lie is out there that, that's been perpetrated on us. In order to become enlightened, we have to become perfect. And the fact is that's impossible, they say, because we're perfectly imperfect as in our humanity. What they say is in order to be enlightened, we just simply have to accept our imperfection, to really celebrate our imperfection. That's our human experience. And as we accept our human imperfection and just let go, <laughs> stop trying to get it all right and do it perfectly, um, then we move into a place of self-acceptance, which is self-love. And then that's an automatic we start to realign to that sacred nature that we are. Yes. And you said that the Pleiadians in your book, you talked about how the Pleiadians want us to get in harmony with self-love, that that's a huge part of evolution. It's part of that self-resurrection process 
that they are saying that we can only self-resurrect ourselves. We stop, need to stop looking outside of ourselves because the words they always put, I love this, Jake, they say, you are who you've been waiting for. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's a self-birthing process. But most importantly, and I want to say this to everybody before it leaves my mind because things shift really fast inside of me, is that in order for us to evolve on this earth plane, it's not all the galactic groups and the spiritual beings that are going to make the difference here. It's going to come back to us, those of us in human bodies, that will make the transition possible for planet Earth. They can't do it ultimately for us. We need to come together in a collective community, those of us on the path, those who are the way showers. We've all worked really hard for years. We've trusted we've let go it makes me really emotional because so much love yes so much you know trusting and and allowing ourselves to be to really unfold as a human being to move through the illusion to reach for the sacred that we are and in that we collectively join and it's that collective joining of our consciousness, of the love that's within our hearts, that will make the shift for planet Earth. Us humans coming together, the ones that are awake, to form almost like a patterning of love between us. So the collective hearts create the love and shift the dimensional setting of Earth. Wow, that's a really powerful statement, what you're saying, because it really lends itself to the idea that personal development is is a huge part of the human experience. Understanding yourself, understanding what you've went through, transmuting that into something higher awakens yeah. that. And then you join that higher community. And then at that point, would you say then if you've reached that stage of development that you must assume a leadership role, you must be out there putting that information out for people. The Pleiadians wouldn't agree with that statement only because they say one moment of just being with yourself in that truth shifts humanity. It in one moment you, in your unique divine aspect that you are, when you come to that moment, it creates a ripple right out across the planet and touches humanity in such a way that is beyond anything we can imagine because we have such a limited perception of ourselves. I've been shown a higher role because of my Pleiadian aspect, so I can see all of that. But we must understand each one of us is like a jewel and we have a uniqueness to us that is unlike anyone else in the entire universe. And when we allow that to shine, even for one moment in time, when we claim ourselves and claim our human journey, something magical happens and it creates a shifting right through the planet itself. So these moments are really important. And we can never assume that we're insignificant or small. Right. And it really seems that no matter where we are at in our development stage, no matter our age or whatever mental uh, block may be holding us back, we have the ability to realize that Christ consciousness within us and activate those higher frequencies, that higher self. 
That's true. And Jesus Christ came to this earth plane. Actually, um, you know, it wasn't with the church. The church took him as their as their mascot. Yeah, almost. <laughs> but Jesus Christ is Pleiadian, and he came to give the imprint of self-resurrection, um, to remind us that we came here to resurrect ourselves. And it's through that self-resurrection that we get to evolve and we the planet gets to evolve. And... And I had many, many um, direct experiences with Jesus Christ. Not that I was ever with the church, which was probably a very great benefit for me. But, you know, I, I, he has really taught me a tremendous amount about the self-love of my own humanity, which has been everything for my own self-healing process. Yes, it seems the Jesus story does help us understand that we can transform like you said we can resurrect ourselves we are humans and we can get in touch with the divine aspect of ourselves and if you look at the jesus story you can see it sounds like he's a pleiadian just i've always felt that intuitively i've always had some sort of indication within me that his consciousness was not of this earth and that does say that in various religious texts but then it puts it through the religious filter which takes away from the original meaning but the pleiadians themselves i mean do they see us as one race or do they acknowledge the human regional terms ancestry countries black white things like that or are we just one species one race one race they see only the oneness we are, we are, our ego minds love to be in separation, <laughs> all the reasons to separate out from one another, but that's okay. We're allowed to do that because we have our humanity. It's not a crime. It's really about, you know, letting everyone be how they need to be in the moment. You know, you're not about converting anybody, but honoring and respecting each individual to play out their role that they've chosen to have in the moment, just like the people in Russia, just like the people in the Ukraine. I mean, we're, we're having our life. They're choosing to place themselves where they are to have their experience. There's no wrong experience. There's no such thing as death. So it's about honoring each person and giving everyone the respect to step forward when it's their time to come into themselves, not at you, you where, where you think people should be or what they should be doing. It's all this judgment. And then we judge ourselves and, and then we separate from ourselves, from our wholeness. And it's really about celebrating our lives, understanding we co-created all our experiences. We've never been victims. We've all played the roles of victims and perpetrator out to have our human experience. So it's really about letting go, you know, letting go and just witnessing the courage it's taken for, for each one of us. One, not suffering more than another. You can't measure suffering. Right. We've had a different storyline to match what we needed to experience here in this human body. And as we evolve, though, will we get to the perception of seeing each other as living lights where we yeah. see that we're in a vehicle, but yet what unites us, the common bond is the fact that all beings are living light. Is, is that going to be the standardized or general perception as we move into this new earth? Yeah, 
Yes, it will, because I know I've had my direct experience of my awakening, and that's where I see everybody. I know. I it's amazing. In perfect form, and it's it's just it's it's not so so much a miracle. There are no miracles. It's just the natural state of moving back into the vastness of our sacred natures. And you see, Jake, there's nothing we have to do in order to be ready to move into our sacredness. There's nothing you have to change about yourself. Your sacred nature is fully intact just beyond the veil. And you can align to that part of yourself at any moment. It's, it's like waking from a dream. It's like, you know, when you're in a dream, you go, you wake up and you go, oh, I was only dreaming. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Well, what's going to take place is we're going to wake up, those who are not awake yet, and suddenly you'll just remember who you are. And will that be a collective shift, do you think? Do you think that's going to happen simultaneously with everyone on earth at a certain time? What the Pleiadians say to me is that those of us who are on the path, awake, a conscious path, will move into that much more quickly. And then the masses will, it will happen also a, a little while, not far down the path. Because some of us have said yes to doing this journey as way showers. Yes, definitely. You know, it's judging that path and no, you know, just feeling like it's endless, never ending, trusting, trusting, trusting. And then there's gonna be others that just simply remember who they are. But they said yes to doing that because that was what their experience needed to be. So one might say, well, that's not fair that they just get to awaken. They just remember <laughs> and they didn't have to go through all this stuff for years. <laughs> well, but that was our gift. That's what we said yes to having the experience of. And they haven't had to do that. Many people so, forget that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Christine, but many people forget that they chose every aspect of their life, every experience, good and bad, to learn specific things, to get certain information for growth. I think that, that if people had that understanding, they would not be so attached to the mistakes they made. Do you, they will at some moment. Like I totally remember now. And more and more people are remembering that and taking full responsibility for their creation and starting to work with their creation energy, you know, and if they haven't remembered yet, guess what? They're not meant to yet. They, otherwise, they wouldn't be able to have the full experience of their suffering. Right. Well, the Pleiadians, though, have had a big role in our human development. They've had a hand in it because the root of worldwide shamanism is the Pleiadians. I've heard from several uh, indigenous cultures that the roots of their information came from the Pleiadian people. So when I had my awakening with the Pleiadians, they initiated me back into my shaman self. They taught me the the energies of the shamanic journey. And for because we we must come back to the sacred essence of the earth it's part of our awakening process, of our enlightenment process. So tell me then about your first experience with the Pleiadians. You touched on that a little bit just a second ago, but please elaborate a little bit more. It sounds amazing. Well, understand, Jake, at the time, I didn't believe in the Pleiadians and I didn't believe in aliens or spaceships. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a big jump. Walking out <laughs> of nature, turning a corner into a meadow and here's this huge Pleiadian ship. Oh my God. 
Canadians are walking out of the ship and I would have run if I could, but they grabbed me telepathically. And they reminded me of my pre-agreement that I had made before I came onto this earth plane that um, still makes me emotional, but my Pleiadian family surrounded me. And I remembered my Pleiadian family and they were telling me about my Pleiadian self. And all of a sudden the energy of my Pleiadian self started to come into my body. And it was like, I was like in this, I remembered everything, my home, my, my life before coming here, my pre-agreement to act as a bridge between the Pleiadians and humanity. Wow. And the mission that I had to do here. I don't remember getting home that day, but I found myself in bed with the light of my Pleiadian self pouring in me and my Pleiadian family all around me. Now, I was in this state of total, not disbelief because I couldn't, the, the, the experience was so profound, but I didn't want to be Pleiadian. I didn't want a Pleiadian mission. I didn't want anything to do with the Pleiadians because up to that point in time, I thought I was just with the light of God. And my work in the world, I hear, I had my, you know, my awakening, I healed from lupus and I had this light, but I would just called it God. And I suddenly knew that this light that had healed me was my Pleiadian energy and my Pleiadian family. I was bedridden for two months while my full Pleiadian light came into this body and fully integrated through me. Wow. Because it was so shocking. It was so shocking and I was in such resistance. And then one day, three angels descended around me and they said, the Pleiadians are part of the God consciousness state. And this is your next step to accept your being of your Pleiadian energy, which is part of God. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. And then it was just a few days later, I was able to get out of bed, but I had totally transformed. There was no part of me that I could recognize as the old Christine. And from there, I was just, I was just carrying my Pleiadian energy. I, I had all this understanding, knowing, knowledge, clarity, this, this expanded knowingness and of beauty and alignment. My Pleiadian family have never left. They've stayed around me. And that was nearly 30 years ago now. Wow. That's incredible. Because like you're saying, it's not just the Pleiadians, it's the Lemurians, the spiritual realms, the galactic council. They're all teaming up to help us. I know. And I have, it's been over the years that I have um, become familiar with the rest of the galactic life force groups. When you're in the oneness, you're in the oneness. So I started to just embody the alignment to Buddha and Jesus Christ and Mother Mary and all the light beings. And I just, um, you know, I had an experience of just continual oneness with all of those beings, with all of the galactic council. And then I was guided to come to this land and set up a galactic receiving station 10 years ago. They took me from a city to the wilderness to very intense here, it gets to minus 40, minus 50 degrees in wow. winter. 
and just we were put right on the edge, right on Lake Superior to build this galactic receiving station, which is a main energetic artery where all the Pleiadian ships come in and the galactic ships come in here. So you say you've been there 10 years. What are some of the profound experiences that you've had there? It's a receiving station. So what have you received? You know, it's very interesting. When we finally took seven years, Jake, for us to anchor the portals and the gateway, it's like a Stonehenge energy on the beach. And the Lemurian city is a mile out in the water opposite part of the galactic receiving station, goes a mile out into the water to a Lemurian city. So when it finally anchored, it's like standing there watching the whole land, all of our land, become a different structure energetically. Wow. It, it ended into, into me, into us, into the land in half an hour. There was like this a, a, a descending light of, of, of heaven almost anchoring right around us and through us and our life changed forever. And so we, you know, I'm constantly in connection with the, the ships that come in with the different life force groups of the universe of the galactic energies here. Um, so it's just really a very, very profound place. It sounds like it. It sounds amazing. I'd love to come visit you one day. It sounds incredible. But the Pleiadians, when they communicate with people, a lot of people that have communicated with Pleiadians talk about receiving uh, mental impressions, uh, a mental dialogue what is this information? Is it like some sort of Wi-Fi that is coming from the Pleiadian cluster and yet it can individualize with a person's consciousness? Is this the calling frequency that you're talking about in your books? Well, yes. The Pleiadians work with light initiation imprints. Okay. So they assess your frequency. They see you as a frequency of light an individual unique frequency of God consciousness light. There's only one of you in the whole universe. So to you, to them, you are very sacred. So what they do with their energy and the imprints is they actually never enter your energetic field. They actually transmit almost an energetic bubble around you, which brings you into an alignment of remembering of um of realigning to your higher self energy so you start to move into another space of your makeup because you have your humanity but you have the sacred part of yourself so that is the main form of you the sacred energy and the link into that is here into the chest what they call the whole heart space is this full chest chest area this is where the awakening home takes place of you reconnecting to your family of origin that exists off planet. Remember, none of us originated here on Earth. We all originated from, we have our family of origin that lives off planet that's working with us even now, whether we're aware of it or not. But when you start to actively and consciously engage with your family of origin, then you start to set in another um, accelerated awakening process because your family of origin is designed to support you in the completion of your mission here of, 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 of a nurturing energy that supports your physical system, 
It actually up the upgrades all your systems through your cells, activates your crystalline structure, which allows you to house the full energy of your multidimensional higher self-light in this physical body. Because we're not supposed to die and leave this body this lifetime. Like no other lifetime where, because that's how we would connect to our light, our higher self. We would die and leave this physical form. But in this lifetime, we're to embody our full higher self light in these physical bodies and live longer on this earth plane to develop these communities of earth. That's fascinating. So tell me more about the crystalline structure. I mean, that is part of the Pleiadian mission is to help us realign with that. Can you tell me more about that? Well, the crystalline structure actually anchored through every human being on this earth plane on 11-11-11. It wasn't switched on though. It was just anchored. And it's anchored through the pineal gland, through the brain cells, through the thyroid, through the heart, and in the sacrum. And that moves up through the spinal fluid, up into the brainstem. So that's where the crystalline structure actually is housed. And it's housed in the space between the cells of the body. Wow. So it's in there. And then every baby born after 11, 11, 11 was born with a natural physical crystalline structure in place. So since 12, 12, 12, the energy, depending where you were in your awakening state over these years from 12 of 12, 12, to 2022, it's 10 years, the crystalline structure has slowly begun to activate. And it's, it's like, like a pure light starting, like a light switch being, you know, like a new house that has electric all through it and then suddenly the light switch is turned on, flipped, and it starts to light up. And we have been lighting up from 12, 12, 12 till now 2022, that crystalline structure. But there are other elements of the crystalline structure, multidimensional elements. Um, so if you can picture like a, a crystalline construction, it's like those those crystalline forms are filling in and, and, and like little transmitters are being activated within the cells, within each cell of our physical body that creates a generated pulse, a frequency. That pulse is your unique divine God consciousness light, that pulsing light that starts to emanate from that crystalline structure and goes out into the universe and you are recognized through that unique god consciousness frequency through your crystalline structure and it never stops emanating like a heartbeat right through that crystalline pulse and it begins to expand and become more as you evolve and it allows then the higher light moments of being in your higher light to start anchoring through this physical body. For those of us on the past, we've had 10 years of our higher self light emanating and starting to move through the crystalline structure. The Pleiadian initiations aligns and magnifies, creates the imprints, the sacred imprints of your higher self 
to infuse through the crystalline structure and your crystalline structure gets brighter and more complete. <sighs> so that is part of their work with humanity, as well as bringing the simultaneous to this though, Jake, it's got to happen simultaneously is the understanding of your own humanity and your own human journey. You can't go zooming out and being your higher self. That's what the ego mind wants to do. That's what most human beings wants to do. But the fact is you have to integrate the human part of yourself or you become unbalanced and twist off. And it's important to stay steady and balanced with your human work and your sacred work. They've got to go together that evolution of self-acceptance of your imperfection and the celebration of your life, never being a victim, but really celebrating and giving gratitude for everything that we've been given, everything that's every everything we've lived through to bring us to where we are in this moment in time. So that is really a very important element of the awakening process. Yes, it's activating that crystalline structure, but I hate to be negative, but or even just talk about negative things in this beautiful conversation we're having, but are there forces out there that are using technologies, toxic food to block that development, to block that crystalline structure activation? That's an impossibility because it comes oh, from God. a much higher source than third dimension. Woo! <laughs> understand too that the galactic council's role right now is to oversee earth and part of that overseeing of earth is to protect us from outside negative forces that would in any way impede the progress of our transition at this time so we're actually in a protected bubble right now and that will stay in place for some time while we continually unfold and accelerate this awakening process. But does it seem like, Christine, that some people are impeding that with prescription drugs, with terrible <laughs> foods? It seems like some people are living just a couple steps above animal consciousness. What I is that? I totally agree with that, but they're allowed to. You see, they're having their human experience. And how can we make them wrong in their human experience? We can't. Right. We can, however, in our own consciousness, choose our foods consciously, choose our water source consciously, choose moving away from, you know, if you're not in alignment with prescription drugs. We have that responsibility only unto ourselves and no one else. And we don't have the right to judge another human being because that puts us in separation. Right. You see, the moment you judge someone else, you shut down inside of yourself. You actually close some of your heart off. You bring that closure to yourself the moment you make a judgment on what someone else should be doing with their life. That makes sense. It does seem like it's harder to help those people, I guess. You're not supposed to help them. Who says they need help? You see, it's only our assessment that they need help. Our assessment of where they should be, what they should be doing, and how evolved they should be at this moment. 
Wow, that's pretty profound because it can get frustrating as a spiritual person to see the atrocities and the horrific behaviors that are happening on this planet that we inflict on each other and also the animals and our environment. It it hurts your heart sometimes, and it makes you wonder how these and like you said, you, you don't want to exist in that statement of ju- or that state of judgment. But how are these people going to evolve? Because it seems like they need an extra thousand years or maybe not. It could be a spontaneous awakening. One second, they'll remember. <sighs> My God. If you put it into perspective and just let everyone be the way they need to be. And if it's something bothers you, then there's something inside of you that you haven't dealt with. If it bothers you so much, look at the pain that's coming up out of you because it's your pain. And when you don't deal with your inner pain, then you get, you know, you, know, you, 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 you make everyone else the reason for your own suffering. If you're suffering, deal with it. Right. We can choose to let go of suffering at any moment. It's an optional experience as a human being. And we suffer until we don't need to suffer anymore. There's nothing wrong with suffering, but understand you're choosing the suffering and then you have to take responsibility for that suffering. Wow, that's really powerful. (laughs) This conversation's been incredible. The Pleiadians have been giving you messages for quite some time, like you said, over 20 years, probably over 25 years at this point. Um, Yeah. It was in 1996 that I had that direct experience with them. And wow. then I knew the Pleiadians were with me, but it was, I was 31. So what that's 34 years ago. Oh, it's 34 even. And I had my awakening and my healing from the lupus, but they, well, I thought it was God. It was the Pleiadians that awakened me and they have been impacting me, but I wasn't conscious of being with them until 1996. Interesting. So what would you say then are some of the core messages of the Pleiadians for humanity? Not just right this second, because we'll get to 2022, but what are some of the, just the core foundational messages that the Pleiadians have for us? I think one of the biggest is the, um, the self-resurrection process of, of really allowing yourself to embrace the human experience embrace what you've co-created and 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 letting go of being victim so that self-healing can take place and the importance of that i know for me i i had that experience i was in jerusalem i was in uh, at the sea of galilee in israel and i was told go down by the sea and i was standing there and the figure of jesus came walking towards me and i hadn't encountered until this point and the love coming from him was so extreme i fell to the ground just sobbing just overwhelmed and when he got to me when he came to me i i thought he would have something sweet and loving to say but instead he said well when are you going to take yourself off the cross when are you going to resurrect yourself you've placed yourself on a cross and you're the only one who can take yourself down and in that moment I knew I was still holding all the pain of my past from my childhood, that I had blamed myself for all the torture I had gone through, 
it was easy to blame myself than feel the helplessness of being in that cult from two to 13. It was like so extreme. And I got up and he sat with me and talked to me for hours about my self-love and my self-resurrection process. And that day changed my life. I bet. <laughs> I knew, I, and, and he, that was the beginning of being with Jesus Christ and the incredible, I mean, he's never left me since that time. But the teaching of me honoring my humanity and my journey and my story, forgiveness of others is a huge illusion because if you think you have to forgive someone, then it means you're playing victim, really. You can have a self-resolution of the situation that took place. Like I had to have a self-resolution with my mother and father who gave me to the cult. We had a pre-agreement, you know, they played their role out perfectly. And guess what? I played my role out perfectly. I'd never want to do it again, but you know what? It brought me to a place of really understanding the depth of the darkness has existed here and gave me a chance to come into a whole new place within myself. But did I need to forgive my mother and father? If you try and forgive another person, you're saying, okay, I was a victim. And I was never a victim. And I was shown as I went back into those spaces how the Pleiadians were all around me in that cult. I was never left alone. I didn't know they were there. I felt total suffering and helplessness and hopelessness and I wanted to die for years but that was my experience and that's what I said yes to having the depth of that experience and it felt endless but it wasn't endless and so it's, it's so important and powerful for us to claim the creation of our experience and some of it's like hell but the moment you claim responsibility for that and play that you played your role out like a player on the stage, you chose the people you played it with, you made the pre-agreements. When you take responsibility for that, everything shifts. It's like a, a curtain lifts off a stage. Yes, you're you're activating that higher perspective. You're coming from that higher self and seeing it from the outside in. And you're liberated. Yes. You're set free, but you, you set yourself free. I set myself free. And one day I just looked behind me and my cross was burning. I took myself off the cross. And look at where you're at now. I mean, you went through incredible hell and the polarity of that is that you're in this incredible leadership role now where you're this beautiful light being out there just just emanating this truth and this incredible spiritual energy it's it's your your life itself the story is powerful it, it's a transformational story in itself well that's you know like the um the energy of the divine economy actually that our stories can be a divine economy for individuals and inspire others to find themselves and resurrect themselves. And that's part of my work. Jesus Christ said to me that day on the Sea of Galilee, you know, you need to go out to your mission, to your, to your, um, you know, your, 
to people are waiting for you you need to bring this mission out and do your work <sighs> in the world and it's been a deeply profound beautiful experience humbling process continually humbling as i continue to evolve you know i continue to evolve yeah, it never human. stops no it doesn't and and who would want it to ever stop you know it's like for me when there's something challenging in front of me now in my life i get excited because it's like oh i'm going to find out another thing learn a little bit more about my own humanity, about my vulnerability, about my idiosyncrasies. And that way I can love myself just a little more. Wow. But isn't it amazing how far you've come and where you're at? And it's just, it's stunning to me because your energy is so powerful and the messages, the experiences that you've had are really helping people. I mean, it's like you said, you, you were given a task and you have been fulfilling that task and the energy that must be coming from that just a core soul satisfaction must be just amazing it must feel just amazing just incredible well you know it seems very ordinary in a way jay it's like i get fulfilled in the moment playing my role holding the platform witnessing the courage of other human beings and the beauty of each spiritual energy and in, 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 in one way, it's a natural space of being very beautiful and, and incredibly, um, a lot of gratitude. It's just real. It seems like the most true, real situation for you in your life. And also other people that learn these things and get in sync with themselves and get in sync with the higher frequencies. It's more so real many, than real. There are so many doing that. Now we have, I have teachers all over Brazil, all over Europe, in Australia, through Asia, it's, it's, and all over and throughout America. They, you know, there are people all over the world that are doing their work. And what more? What else would we want to be doing than this? <laughs> well, you love it. It's so fun. When you're doing what your soul's purpose is, your service, when your service is fully in line with your talent. What a feeling. It's an incredibly rewarding feeling and you're not doing it for that per se, but just that existing in that field is pretty profound. But the Pleiadian, so I do want to get back to that a little bit. What are some of the specific messages that they have for this year right now, 2022? Well, there's a tremendous amount going on right now. The main, the main message is to let go Yes, and to, consciously because let me talk about what's happening on the energetic of the earth right now okay and this you know the ener the energetic rotation of the earth is shifting right now and it's altered its rotation and alignment to the sun for the and it, that has never happened before that we are in a different um relationship to the sun so the sun they say has two faces it's the sun that brings nutrition and warmth and light to our planet but there's also the second face of the sun the sacred sun which has a consciousness and and that sacred sun is creating a higher intensity of light that is building in momentum on the earth plane right now 
This is this month. There's these new energetic frames that are being established all over our Earth, beginning a next phase of transmutation for our planet, but also yes. for us. It's coming into our heart cells as well. So there's this birth synergy opening up between the magnetic core of the Earth and these frames. Now, the magnetic core of the Earth, it has a consciousness and it has a heartbeat, a pulse that is going out across our Earth plane. And it always has had a pulse. But that pulse or that frequency that's been going through from the magnetic core outwards has been really different from the rest of our universe, our resident universe. Our frequency has been very different. But for the first time ever, the frequency coming from the magnetic core of our Earth is in direct synergy with the rest of our resident universe. Oh, that's amazing. Huge. That's it's huge. Like, it's like a life-changing moment. So there's this deepening energetic resonance coming from the magnetic core, flowing outwards, becoming one with the resident universe. So Earth is being held in a different way within the universal structure, within the God consciousness state like never before. Wow. Resonance is aligning into Earth, and that collective God consciousness is coming into us, those of us on the awakened path. So it's coming into our being, into the cells, into our energetic field. And part of the message is we need to very much consciously start opening up in a different way because we can. We can align to a new level of our own higher selves much more easily than ever before. The veils on the planet are lifting, those illusions are lifting to really give those of us who are awake, who are consciously on the path, a new um, ability to align within these alternate reality states that ex simultaneously exist on our earth plane. And simultaneously within those alternate reality states, are aspects of our sacred nature, of our higher selves, are waiting to overlay and come in. Yes. Crystalline structure. So this is a huge thing. Now, what they're saying is, it's it's this is like what is it called? A reset energy, a returning experience. That's the word that I want to use. The Pleiadians are calling it a returning experience. And there are moments of returning experiences happening for those of us who are awake, who are ready to open to this. So it's when these returning experiences happen, there's an actual moment of disconnect from the ego mind. It actually disconnects from us and allows us a full resurrection experience of a sacred moment. Now, what they're saying is that this is happening just for a moment of time maybe two or three times a day. And it might feel like you're suddenly just having an altered experience, a moment of being somewhere else. That's been happening to me lately. A moment of feeling disorientated or experiencing flickering light around you Whoa. or being in an extreme dream state. And these are these moments of returning experiences. And at those moments, what the Pleiadians are asking us to do is to open consciously into that moment, say, yes, I'm opening to this. I recognize this, yes. 
and then take what they call is a conscious breath. It's a breath in the mouth and out the mouth. <sighs> and that conscious breath says, yes, I'm willing to let go, which means I'm, allowed, I'm letting go of this reality. Yes, I'm willing to receive my light. So in that moment of that conscious breath, there's that shift. You choose to align to that moment of that alternate experience or the disorientation or the confusion or suddenly just don't quite know where you are and then the moment you're back, but take the breath, let go. And this is where you begin to engage in the experience and a light switch is turned on within your crystalline structure. This is so important right now. And at the same time you take that conscious breath, a shedding process activates within you of the old shells just falling away. The old belief systems, the limited perceptions, the attachment to getting it right, the attachment to being loved, the attachment to doing things perfectly in order to be, you know, the idea of needing to be right, all those old belief shells just fall and shed off you. So this is the biggest, biggest piece right now for those of us who are ready. Wow. Step of awakening, an accelerated space of awakening. So you're saying that when you have those experiences, I would call those experiences downloads, where you have the moment where you feel that information, that energy coming in. Like you said, it could show up in different ways for different people. But for me, I would say that those are downloads. So you're saying when you have those experiences, sync with it and immediately fall, fall into it and then take that breath, that acknowledging breath to really become that. Because the conscious breath disconnects you further from the ego mind. Uh, it bypasses the ego mind. And then you're saying, yes, I'm willing to let go, which allows you to launch further into the moment. Remember, moments are multidimensional experiences. When you open fully into a moment, it becomes an expanded time frame. So it's one moment in Earth time, but it's a multidimensional experience of timelessness because time doesn't exist. Right. So you enter this framework of timelessness because these new frames are have opened right across the planet from the sacred sun's energy. So we can start to engage in these timeless frames of alternate realities where your higher self exists and it flows and embeds and absorbs into your crystalline structure in that moment. Wow, that's so powerful. And you and everyone listening, I know perhaps you've probably had some of these experiences lately. I know I have where I was identifying it as the Christ consciousness, just really feeling that presence of Jesus or just the Christ energy. I've been having that experience a lot over the last couple of months, and I know some of our listeners have as well. So that means, man, you should really listen to what Christine is saying and sink into that and become that. That's really powerful that that's happening right now. And like you said, it's outside of time. So you may feel like it's only brief. It's only a second, but it's really so much more than that. And you can enter that timeless space with your awareness and take one more conscious breath and just let go, <sighs> let go, and let go. 
There's no limitation here, Jake, right now. And the energies of Mother Mary and the Christ energy since the beginning of this year, they are back on the earth like never before. Their profiles, their energetic profiles, um, it's their time to come back and do another level of work with humanity. And so they're here in a very different way and much more accessible than they've ever been in the last years. It does seem that way. It does feel like that energy has increased dramatically and you're just affirming what so many people have felt. But as we evolve, as we become this new human, from your perspective, what does the new earth look like? What, where are we going? Well, I see what the Pleiadians have shown me is that the earth, of course, we see the earth as being polluted and everything else, but that's the third dimensional illusion. And it only mirrors our own density. The real earth is pristine in nature. All right. the sacred sites are pristine. They're, they're in their original states and always have been, but we just keep projecting the illusion. So we see the muddiness of everything. So our earth will return to its natural pristine state and the sacred sites, the crop circles will all, and the stargates are already shifting. I, um, I've got that information this morning from the Pleiadians. There's been another shift of the opening of the stargates in Egypt and the Pleiadians created wow. all that. Wow. So all the energetic, the new energetic, like a network of light, all the sacred sites, all the crop circles, all the vortexes and ley lines will create this network, this new network on the earth plane itself. So the whole energy of earth will transform and will hold a fifth dimensional consciousness. And so we will form new communities where there's no hierarchy, there's no competition because we're all so divine and unique in ourselves. We're all necessary to the whole. And we start to understand and know that to be true. Wow. And the aliens are really pulling in those of us who are awake to come into communities together and to start seeing each other for the unique people that we are, the unique pattern of our sacred hearts and start sitting in circles and bringing those hearts together in a circle without any sort of human assessment, no leader honoring each person for the sacred energy that they carry in the circle, not assessing them as this human being or that human being. The ego mind just wants to separate constantly, but to refuse to allow that to take place within the gathering itself. And as these hearts converge in the center of the circle, there are these imprint patterns that are birthed that will create like the structures within the framework of consciousness that will really elevate the consciousness of earth. And that's what we're being asked to do within our communities right now. Wow. So this will happen. I mean, it's happening. It's it happening. And as we evolve, we will then be emissaries of love and light out in the universe. As we reach that new earth stage, we're there. Let's just say we're there now, you know, in the future. I mean, outside of time, of course, but we're looking forward. Does that mean we'll be traveling the cosmos? We have rejoined the galactic council, the galactic family. What does that look like? Well, it looks like that we will play our role, our, our role that we've always been meant to play. <laughs> well, will take our places, not only as a community, but individually. You see, individually, our 
we are revered and loved and received as our unique divine God consciousness state. And we will start to see ourselves as that individual unique divine light that we are and understand the limitlessness that we carry within us, within our power. And, and so we need to rejoin and create a weaving through our resident universe, individually and collectively. It's like we return back to like this huge mandala of God consciousness light. And once that mandala is filled, then the whole resident universe goes up into the God seat of power to another hierarchy of light. And we move into another experience and expression of of the of the teaching of the light of the connection that we are it's a never-ending process of unfolding but we have work to do with our neighbors and that's why i've just this week been given a next mission of, of starting to put together a class to elevate the whole galactic community and and bring human beings on this earth into a, a much deeper precise communion with the galactic community and the Pleiadians. It's time, they said, for us to evolve with our telepathic communion and to move into a very different relationship, a working relationship, active, conscious working relationship with the family of light and all the families of origin that are out there that are linked to humanity here. So this is a huge undertaking and it's, you know, starting in July, but it feels so essential right now. And I've been waiting for this to take place. And I don't do anything until I get the green light and then all the information comes in and then I start to put it out there for people to come. Well, it is very exciting, the information that you're talking about. Is there some sort of timeline? I mean, linear earth time, of course, is just that. It's earthbound, but... Is there some indication that will happen in our lifetime, maybe our children's lifetime? It's definitely happening in all our lifetime, and we will wow. be totally successful. The mission will be a total success. The Pleiadians already have seen it. They know it, um, and it will happen probably in the next five to ten years. Wow. That's for those of us who are awake on the path and then might be another five years before the rest of the community decide to uh, awaken and that will be also a destiny call oh that's amazing so within 10 to 15 years we're all as humans going to be there on some level yeah it seems like that that's incredible it's incredible information it's so heartwarming and inspiring and it gives you motivation and strength knowing that we are moving towards this heaven on earth this new earth scenario and there's nothing that can stop it but I'm sure there are some people that think they can stop it. Well, those people will not be successful. Of course. There's a lot of arrogance and uh, what's the word? Um, naivety. Uh, um, yes. They under, underestimate the level of the light. This is a destiny call and nothing will stop this destiny in motion with the transformation and transmutation of earth. It's nothing will stop that. It can't be stopped and it's not, you know, and the play out that's here right now is necessary. The light and the dark and the density, but there's still human play out going on here. And at a certain moment, those who are not ready to be part of that enlightened process, they will just simply take their next step off planet and go elsewhere to, to play out. 
but Earth will never, ever play its role as a third dimensional planet again after this. Wow. So there will be then some other people that will not integrate this that may have to continue their development process on a different planet. There's nothing wrong with that. They're just taking their next step. Okay. And we take our next step. Wow. There's no such thing as death. There's just simply a next step. That's incredible. Well, we've talked about so many things, Christine. This has been an incredible conversation. It's been very dense. So people listening, I, if you're listening to this and there was so much information, go back, listen to it again, listen to it two or three times to get all the information that Christine has shared with you. And there are places where you can find Christine right off the bat. We can talk about her website, christinedayonline.com. That is her hub, her main portal. You can find her there. She has three books that she's written that you can find on Amazon or wherever they sell books. Please. It's also Barnes and Noble, I think, and, and on our website. Yes. Pleiadian initiations of light, the Pleiadian promise and Pleiadian principles for living, which I read yesterday, an incredible book. She has online classes, webinars, seminars, and even a retreat coming up, which is exciting. And if you're, in another country, if you want to go through this training through the internet because you just can't be there physically, Christine does have the Pleiadian Enlightenment Academy, which you can find on her website, which is three modules that will help train you and help attune you to this energy. Of course, she also has a twice monthly internet radio show and Pleiadian broadcasts, which are available on her website. And Christine, what an interview. This has been incredible. We could go for another five hours, but we'll just have to have you back on in the future. I have a feeling, but do you have a message yourself before we go that you would like to share with our audience, some inspiring thing that will help them awaken themselves to activate that Pleiadian consciousness? What I would really like to say to each one of you out there is everything is within you. Don't get caught up in the drama of the third dimensional illusion, but you are who you've been waiting for and the sacred part of yourself is right here, connected through your heart space, where you can link in and start to realign to that sacred part of yourself to come home. And this is the time for homecoming. Yes, everyone is capable. Every single human being is capable of this homecoming. That is true. Well, Christine, thank you so much for being on the show. Please hold through the outro music and everyone. Oh my God. What an episode. These Pleiadian topics, the Pleiadian mission, what the Pleiadians are doing for humanity is so powerful. Please learn more about it. Go to Christine's website, check it out, and we will see you next week. Of course, midnight on earth. <laughs>